Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Meenakshi? Sure. Uh, thank you. So, um, me and my husband, I'm sorry about that. Um, me and my husband uh, are going to India after six years. Um, mm-hmm. And we both came here on F1 initially. Currently, my husband mm-hmm. is on H1 um, and I'm on H4. So, on the mm-hmm. CGI federal side, uh, while booking the appointment, um, when my husband adds me as the dependent, it is asking for questions specific to previous visa and um, that includes lost or stolen passport. And unfortunately, I lost my passport in 2018, though I have all the pages of the passport copy, including visa and the port of entry stamps with documentation, including the police complaint. So when my mm-hmm. husband initially filled in the answer for lost passport as no, since he's the primary applicant, he received a message on the next page that says he's eligible for Dropbox. And if mm-hmm. he considers me and says yes for lost passport, it is routing to an interview. So what approach would you suggest? Well, he can go for the waiver and you should go for the stamping map. So we should do two DS-160s? Yes. Okay. So one uh, follow-up question on that. Um, I I mean, um, if I have my Canadian PR, so can I go for the interview in Canada or? You can try, but uh, you can try to go for Canada, ma'am. Gotcha. Okay. Sure. Thank you. Next person, please. Murali? Hi, Rahul. Um, uh, See, my initial uh, I-140 got approved in EB3 Mm -hmm. and the labor in EB2. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when we apply in the I-140 in EB2, uh, they rejected, they sent the package written saying that Keep sending back again and again. They will take it. Okay. Um, Did we speak before? Yeah, we speak before, but the question is... uh, 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 Gayatri, can you check if the newcomers should be given promotion? Sure, Rahul. Okay. We spoke a couple of times, Murli. Only the question I have is... If you're a newcomer, guys, please let our team know that you're a newcomer. Okay, what's your question, Murli? Go ahead, since you're already there. So I uh, so we we can we apply concurrently or not with I one forty again? But my attorney he said that he can't uh, apply. That's what I want to hire us. Okay, that's what I want to check with you because I told him. Uh, uh, okay, anything we already get to the same discussion before. Yeah, yeah. Just I want to confirm with the you. believers. We filed after the labor expired thousands of cases. We don't have any problem. I don't know what your guy has it. Not only we, 100,000 cases have been filed in October of 2020. No problem with it. I don't know what your 
lawyer's problem is. Next, a new rule. next one. There is no new rule, sir. No. Next person, please. Veera. Thank you for taking my call. And uh, also we spoke yesterday in a private mm -hmm. conversation. And today okay. my 485 interview is completed. And during the interview, interview officer was so positive and uh, he said, I mean, it will be done. But uh, now I got a status update saying that interview completed and my case must be reviewed. What does That's this normal. mean? Oh, that okay. is normal. Okay. That is so, normal. So I, I was like, when I, was there any alarm kind of thing? But he went through, as you said, I updated my... No, that is just a normal thing. That's just a normal okay. thing. Okay, thank you. Any, any surprises? Uh, no. So he was happy providing my all the documents, whatever we discussed and uh, immediately after the vote. I oh, the ones him, that the ones that we didn't provide previously. Yes, I told them. Hey, the raising uh, the hand thing. Yes. The raising uh, the hand thing. Okay, yeah. good. He yeah, said they, you, they won't. Yeah, yeah. I'm, said, I'm pretty confident. Are, do you know I'm why sorry. you called for the interview? Uh, I don't know. He said, yeah, the, for this reason, you were called for the interview. You should have so, told yes. That reason. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. That's but that's okay. Thank you. Yeah. He'll be happy when you provide it in advance. He'll be happy. As yeah. I said, as your lawyer said, no, it will be denied refile. I have, I've yeah. done hundreds of it. I had no, no problem. And he said, should, uh, he said, my dependents also were there with me. He said, uh, he told them to wait in the uh, uh, waiting room because uh, we, I don't have your documents. And he told me that I will get transferred those documents from Texas service into to this Charlotte field office and I will review. That's what okay. he told me. No okay. Let's see. Okay. Let's see okay. if we can do that. That's all. Next person, please. Vishu Bhashafra. Punit. Yeah, hi, Rahul. Yes, sir. <clears throat> so my, my H-1B just got extended. My employer filed that. And... Uh, the H4 and H4 EAD of my family uh, are in process. We want to go to India for a month. So what will happen to my uh, to the H4? And is H4? that H4 change of status or is it an extension of status? It is extension of status. When is their H4 expiring? Uh, in July and July 27. Uh, when is, uh, when, is uh, when is your H1B expiring? My H1B is expiring the same July. No, sir. The extension H1B. Yeah, it's July 2025. You're going for stamping? Yes. Did you apply for EAD? Yes. My, my wife applied for EAD, yes. Yeah. The, the, the H4 and H4, your wife is going for stamping also, right? Yes. So you, she, she can come back and she will be given until 2025. Her EAD will be approved. Her H4 may or may not be approved. They may approve it or they may say, hey, you already have it. We are going to deny it. Okay. But for H4 EAD, they are not going to deny it? They are not going to deny it. Oh, so they, are, they will just get 221G just for RFEs kind of thing? No, they don't issue any 221G or RFE. They'll just approve the EAD. Oh, they will just approve the EAD. So we should not worry about the EAD? You should not worry about the EAD. Okay. Sir, I have a follow-up question if you can allow me. Go ahead. Okay, so I I am eligible for the Dropbox, mm -hmm. and my family, my wife, and my son are not eligible for the Dropbox. Why? Because my visa was stamped in two thousand twenty when mm -hmm. I went to India last time. When is your wife's visa stamped? It was stamped in two thousand fifteen. She is still eligible for Dropbox until December thirty first of two thousand and twenty two. 
but it says only four years. No, they change the rule right now. After December 31st, 2022, it's four years. Yeah, four years. That's what. So her, her, After her... December 31st of 2022, it's four years. Until December 31st of 2022, there is no four-year rule. It can be 20 years also, so you'll still get the Dropbox eligibility. Oh, so we all, okay. So you mean we are all eligible for Dropbox? Okay. Mm -hmm. That's right. All right. Next person, thank, please. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Nazia? If you're a newcomer, let our team know, guys. Go ahead, Nazia. Um, hello, Rahul. Uh, thanks for answering in advance. Um, I'm on H-4 visa and my husband uh, has downgraded his 485 from EB-3 to, sorry, EB-2 to EB-3. And then our EAD and advanced payroll got approved. And later he refiled his application in EB-2. Uh, and now currently it is in process with the USCIS. I'm now planning to travel to India since my H-4 visa got expired. I'd like to use advanced payroll that got approved in EB-3. So my, now my question is, would that affect my application or my husband's application, which is an EB2 currently with the USCIS? We don't know if it's going to affect, we don't, we don't know. Um, there is no precedent in what I'm telling you right now, but I will give you a 10% risk that you may be getting stuck with EB3485. Okay. So do you recommend using advanced parole or no? If you use the advanced parole, you will get, there is a 10% chance of getting stuck in EB3. Now you have to make a judgment call whether you want to do it or you want to go for the stamping. You have to, I, I just give the stats. You will have to make the decision though. Yeah, but has there this is happened a, earlier? Like no, ma'am. I have never seen, I don't know where I came, came with this 10%. I'm just coming up because there may be a chance for it, but have I seen anybody's getting stuck? No, you came in advance parole on the previous 485. I'm going to stick you with the 485. No, I have not seen that. Okay. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Shashi. Hi, Rahul. My name is Shashi Dhar. Uh, my priority date is August 2014. I applied uh, for EB3 downgrade in 2020. Yeah, I received. Uh, can you mute Nazia? Sure. Go ahead. I received my EP and uh, EAD combo card last week. My mm -hmm. I-140 is still pending. Um, mm -hmm. And since EB2 filing date is current, I requested my attorney. Uh, to file EB2 straight application based on your video. Uh, is it refiling? Your... When you say filing, you mean to say refiling or interfiling? Uh, refiling means EB2 straight. Okay, good. And my attorney is adamant to do that. She says there is no advantage, although I know the advantage from your videos. Okay, now what's your question? You're telling the story what I told you. Yes, my question is, she, she, has, she, she says she cannot do it because her argument is there is no way once you file EV to a straight, there is no way to file EV, EV once date is current, there is no way to file EV3 to EV2 interfiling. I disagree with her. Anything else? Uh, that's all. And she says, if you know the rule, let me know. That's all. 
my question is there is there is nothing preventing you to do that thing okay. next person please thank you shri you guys need to understand everybody fix their own rules guys okay there are some laws that allows the things for example meat is legal in united states my wife says it's not legal in her home what can i do and then she puts another rule the dog my dog can eat the meat but i cannot eat the meat so what can i explain her that that's her rule i'm just it's illegal next person please hi rao thanks for taking my question uh, my question is same as uh, punit's one uh, so i read some of the uh, uh, blogs saying you know if uh, we travel and i got cut off shri gatri i think he has some network issue tarun you got frozen yeah, tarun uh, i1 uh, sorry i140 just became current on eb2 date of filing for employment based adjustment i was and the filing is through your form how do i initiate the process of filing i1 i485 which company you are from uh, cypress yogesh's company Okay, can you give me your email address? It's misra dot karun at gmail dot com. Uh, M I S R A dot T A R U N at gmail dot com. M I S R A T A R U N at gmail dot com. That's right. Misra Tarun at gmail dot com. Right. Okay, send an email to my email address. Okay. Let me see. Sounds good. Thank you. As. Uh. i don't see your email address anywhere so send an email directly to my email address rahul@rnlawgroup.com make Sorry. sure you put your company name and everything okay so we'll, and then i will give you the conference call there is a zoom call that we conduct 12:00 every single day until we file your case perfect and it's not going to be these many people it's going to be very less people and you'll get a chance to speak with me sounds good thank you appreciate it thank you next person please Ramesh, hey Rahul, uh, this is uh, Ramesh. Like uh, I filed like concurrent employment uh, in twenty twenty uh, using like uh, for I four E I T five. So I'm working on concurrent right now. So in interview, so is there any like issues? Do you think like I still uh, I'm working for both companies on the concurrent H one? Absolutely not. So. if they ask me like uh, which company you are working i need to tell the both companies and i need to provide yeah. the both paystubs and everything right yep. yes mm-hmm. okay so there is yes. no way like, so there is no issues at all like uh, in any way no no you file the concurrently filed h1b's right or ead yes you are yes, working yes, in ead yeah. yeah absolutely no problem I- i'm not working on ead right now like i do <coughs> have the ead but still i am working on like h1s both h1 you have the concurrently filed h1b's right Yes, correct. Yeah, absolutely. You can. No problem with it. Oh, mm. thank you, Rahul. Yeah. A lot of you young guys are very lazy guys. You don't work sixty hours to eighty hours, guys. Yeah, it know. is an inspiration by you only, like uh, because uh, we took the some um, uh, private call and you suggested this okay. one. So, yeah, absolutely no problem. You're fine. We don't tell any illegal things. Next person, please. Thank you, Ram.
Yes, my brother is also on the call. His name is Pawan, but I'm uh, basically doing it on his behalf. Um, can you unmute Pawan too? Sure, Rahul. Yes. Yeah, maybe Pawan can talk uh, himself. The... Uh, yes, I'm here. Are you able to hear me? Yes. Yes, go ahead, Pawan. Okay. So I am uh, currently doing a medical fellowship, which I started in uh, July 2019 on a H-1B visa. So uh, the I-797 and H-1B is up to July 2022. So in uh, January of 2020, I went to India. And uh, when I came back, uh, so I used the global entry at uh, uh, port of entry and uh, they... I think erroneously on the electronic I-94. You need they... to make an appointment and we need to speak with you privately. Okay. Did you already spoke with your company's lawyer yet? Don't speak not with yet. them if you're not already. Don't speak with them. Make okay. an appointment with me immediately. Yeah, I actually have an appointment tomorrow evening at 4 p.m. with you. Okay, I'll speak with you. Okay. I'll speak. Don't speak with your company's lawyer, okay? Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay then. Next person, please. Sharma? Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, myself is Love Sharma. So mm -hmm. I am on L1A visa uh, mm -hmm. and my L1A extension just got approved a few days ago. Mm -hmm. I applied mm -hmm. for H1B as well, just to be on a safer side, uh, because mm -hmm. my 485 was filed in uh, December 2020. And right now it just got transferred to National Benefits Center from Texas Service Center. My oh, wait, 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 wait. Did you say your L1 extension got approved? Yes. Okay. And I, I filed my H-1B, uh, I mean, petition is yet to be filed. I got picked up in the lottery. So I'm in a dilemma mm -hmm. uh, since my 485 uh, is in progress. Uh, what, about, is, what about your I-140? Is it approved? It's approved already, sir. Yeah. I would not, I would not bother filing H-1B for you if your I-140 is approved. Your L-1A extension is already approved. Yeah. Your EAD will be, is already approved or will be getting approved. I yeah. will not file H-1B and complicate my issue right now. So will it create any problems if the if they if it is filed? Uh, will it create any problem? With the it doesn't, problem? but see, it, you're, see from a multi-level, multinational executive position, you're going to specialty occupation though. Mm -hmm. It just raises eyebrows and creates confusion. I don't see any benefit of your H-1B though. Okay. So if I, if I take out my name from the uh from h1b lottery lottery would that create any problem no it won't create any problem okay so you you're could. suggesting i should not go ahead and file. i mean the, the main first thing is that your l1a extension is approved right. second thing is that you your i140 oh my goodness that's where the problem comes in if the i140 is not approved then i would have said go for the h1b don't believe anybody just file the h1b because i140 is crucial right now Right. And that you said is approved. So you're all good to get the green card. Why go poke the officer with the H-1B? I would not yeah. do that. The, the reason Next why point. I went with the H-1B because my case was moved to Texas Service Center and I did not have the time frame when it would be improved. And Yeah, um, but your I-140 is approved. So yes, yes. And your L-1A extension is approved. So I am not least bothered with your H-1B right now. In okay. fact, I do not like to poke them up. Okay, so uh, so so you are saying if let's I, I I like your advice, but let's say if company enforce me to file for H one B, what should what should I do in that? Why side? would they like to spend money on you? Yeah, because it's already picked up, and uh, attorneys are yeah. saying right. I don't see any reason though. Come back to me afterwards if they still say 
speak with the hr because hr doesn't like to spend money unnecessarily okay okay but you you are saying it will definitely cause issue if i go with h1b i didn't said that it's definitely cause issue though mm-hmm. i said it's unnecessarily poking them okay okay next person please yeah thank you josna Hi Rahul sir um so i have a question uh, your team has been helping me a lot like since the day i have come here so currently my uh, um, uh, my lawyers are like fragman and uh, i'm just pl- i'm on h1 actually and uh, i'm just planning to move on h4 ead which is valid mm-hmm. until august 2022 um i'm i'm just planning to take What? a break so you are in h1b you already have h4 you already have an ead right and it's valid only so until august to, so you just want to go to mexico and come back to move right. to h4 ead yeah okay right. that's easier so will i uh, will i get uh, my extension for 180 days after after august or like uh, i will not be eligible um, for that is your husband's h1b extended uh, they applied now and it's in process do the premium processing get your husband such one did you file your h4 also or you you did not file it right now no no don't file it don't file it because okay. you have to file a change of status don't file it oh, okay okay so because I... once you leave the country the change of status is considered to be abundant okay 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 so so, if, so the best thing right now is to get your husband get the h1b approval okay go to mexico mm-hmm. when you come back show them the h4 i94 approval that you have until august 2022 okay show them the h1b approval of your husband until 2025 august okay and request them to grant the i94 until august 2025 okay you got it yeah so i uh, my h1 once you come here once you come here you file the ead extension okay you got it yeah. now you are now you are eligible for 180 days extension because okay. you will have an i94 until 2025 okay. your ead extension has been filed before it expired you are eligible okay appreciate that yeah thank you so for much for the 180 day rule your h4 must be valid okay that's a problem so, so i have to get come, it done before august when so when you yeah when you go to mexico when you come back you need that now everything what i said here is the same thing so i want you to follow this video that i will show to you okay okay it's called margarita magic okay yeah i have seen that but like i'm just confused like will i get my 180 days extension or not uh, so you will you will okay. if the i94 of the h1b is extended until like september 2025 it will be okay that's the secret of it wait okay. until your husband's h1b is approved next okay. person please thank you so much arikant hi rahul thank you for taking the question <clears throat> so i work for one of the major financial company within my company there are multiple business entities so mm-hmm. uh, let's say there is a, a business entity and b business entity my firm mm-hmm. my firm is filed under eb2 in bank in 2014 february so basically my firm mm-hmm. dates are current uh but in 2019 uh, there is some audit going on for the payroll system and they found my manager and what is your prior to date you said uh 2014 february ev2 so you never so filed the for it application 
No, we ne- I never filed the 485 application. I am, I'm good to file for adjustment of status. Okay, go ahead. M- my filing dates are current currently. Of course. Uh, of course. So in 2019, uh, they moved my H1 from A to B within the company. So, 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 so now, wait, what are they telling right now when you want to file the 485? They're basically saying that I have a firm with different LLC and my H1 is under different LLC. So basically they're saying that we cannot do. They're saying that can I you go back find... to the first? Can you can you can the old LLC that has I-140 approval file for you? So basically, yeah, they're saying that I have to find a role and take the interview and move there to the role to file that. Can you do can you do that? I mean, yeah, I think, it, but it takes time. Like I have to find a role and it should be in the same, uh, oh, yeah. same the city. Second, this, so this new company doesn't f- come under uh, successor of interest, is that right? Yes. Okay. So well, then either on? you find the job or you get out. You find some other company to file a labor and I-140 for you. Okay, successor of interest. Is there anything such thing like interfiling between the companies because they are under same? No, they have to be a successor of interest. If the tax ID number changed, you have to file an I one forty again. And normally in the banking industry, though, when they open different different companies, though, they never say successor of interest. The reason is that successor of interest is that the new company is going to take all the assets and liabilities concerning you. From the old company to the new company, they don't want to do that thing. You got my gotcha. point? So yes, yes. I either you find either you find a job with that company or you get out of that company. So I I need to move to the job, right? Even though if I find the job. You don't have to move, you don't have to move the job. But remember, the rules are rules, but they company makes their own rules. Mm-hmm. Like the way I said, my in my home, meat is illegal, gotcha. but not gotcha. for my dog. Okay. Gotcha. And I gotcha. try to tell, no, that is legal. She won't understand it. Right. So, so uh, you don't have to move, but you know how these financial companies are. Now, if it is like Facebook, you, you, uh, Microsoft, they're very flexible, but not mm-hmm. these financial companies. They don't like your IT guys that much. <laughs> so if, if, I, if I find a job and I can say that I, I will commit to move once I get the green card, and they I can, can move after. but they, they can. They can do whatever the old company can do, whatever they want to. Okay. Whatever they want to. File, not file, whatever they want to. You join, you don't join. They file. They, they can do anything they want. But okay. it's their home. Next person, please. Thank you. Should join? Hey, hi. Uh, uh, thank you so much, all for taking my question. Um, my question is like, um, my priority date is November, 2014 and in October, 2020, I downgraded to EB3. Now my company lawyers say, are saying, did you say November, 2014? Yes. Keep going. Right. And I downgraded in 2020 to EB3. Um, mm-hmm. my company lawyers are saying that it is very risky to file second adjustment of status and uh, having two adjusted adjustment of status will cause serious delays and risk for a case. Um, I just want to know, is it true? Not true. Like the way my wife says, meat is illegal. It's not true. Okay. Uh, because they are refusing to file second um, I-485. That's, so what should I uh, tell My you? wife refused. What should I tell my wife? Okay. She's, she's a Jane like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good okay. Plan. Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. I, I, Thank I, you so much. You have to convince them. I don't know how to convince them. You can. Okay. Um, if they don't refile, though, uh, mm-hmm. you, they can interfile once the final action date becomes correct. Okay. Make sure that you do the interfiling. They cannot do it oh. that interfile based on uh, filing date. We we don't recommend it to. Okay. We don't recommend it because when we are asking the USCIS to approve the green card, how are we telling when we are it's only filing filing date? Is it illegal? It's not illegal, but we don't recommend it. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Sri Vatsa. Sorry, taking the name of the. Hello, sir. The vegetarian guys. <laughs> Go ahead. Hello, sir. Thanks for the opportunity. So I downgraded yeah. in twenty twenty. and i got eadap and i140 approved 6 month back now i refiled in ev2 my priority date is january 20 2014 mm-hmm. uh now if i had to travel on my ev3 ap uh, yeah well, if you travel will that cause any problem to the eb248 application yeah that's the question uh we say that you have a 10% risk they mistake you with a eb3 and have i seen anybody doing it i don't know i have not seen it i just came up with it because they may say that since advance parole was been issued for eb3 we're going to stick you with the eb3 there is a chance for it okay and second question is can my wife use uh, eb3 ead same same 10% chance 10%. risk is there Okay. Okay. And any likelihood of getting the final action date? Uh, That part. Keep watching our videos. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Rajji. Hi, Rahul. Um, so, question. So, I'm currently in Canada. Um, my H-1B non-cap got approved, um, and I'm going for stamping next week. Um, my priority date is current EB three twenty eleven April. um and so we are traveling um my wife is on h4 is going to be on h4 consular processing and we will file for ead um at this point is it safe to file both h4 ead with 485 uh wait, not, yeah. so so she, your wife is also coming and joining you right now correct yeah so once you come here you can file you can file the 485 so what you're telling is that should you file for the h4 ead and adjustment of status yeah file for both because every it, it, one goes to one address one goes to another address and it's not a conflict that she filed a 485 ead and um and uh, and h4 uh, ead it's not a conflict the husband is the same okay uh, no indication on like which one comes earlier or no you never know whichever comes take it okay okay thank you next person sometimes this will come first sometimes that will i'll file both if i were you next person please This will be the last person to take the call, guys. I have another appointment today. Go ahead. SK. Hi, Rahul. Uh, my name is SK. I spoke to you on a personal uh, appointment some time ago. So mm-hmm. this is about um, uh, job change. So um, I have a great offer from another company, and um, I was thinking uh, I'll move to this new job. um my h1b transfer was done and uh, after moving to the new new job i thought i would do an ac21 but um, yesterday what's your priority what's your priority date my priority date is uh, june 2011 yesterday okay. I, i i just got my green card approved yesterday actually as i was preparing to go to this new company case closed okay what what you know 
So the, my, my question is now, can I move or should I wait for six months or one year? If you could have moved before the green card, you could have moved after the green card. Yes, you can. Absolutely. And all the crap that you see that you have to wait for 180 days is lie. No. If you could have moved before, why can't you move afterwards? Yes. You're good. Okay. Okay. Cool. Thanks. Thanks. Rahul. Thank you. Wish you best of luck. Nick, um, um, sorry, guys. Uh, it's five o'clock. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 1130. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.